All right. Sorta Ridiculous is sponsored in part by Drunken Cobra. Drunken Cobra is a diverse, inclusive neighborhood pub in East Tosa. It offers year-round weekly events like karaoke and music performances. Drunken Cobra is located at 6818 West North Avenue. Drunken Cobra. Obey the snake. It's better with the puppet. (laughs) Yeah, it looks a lot better with puppet. All right, folks. Do you know what time it is? It's time for another episode of Sort of Ridiculous. (laughs) Smash the button. Smash the button. Two times now, y'all. Cha-cha, real smooth. Turn it out. All right, folks. So I'm Darren, as always, or as most of the time. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Billy Ray. Happy Thursday, River West. And shout out to Misha in the Minnesotas. All right. Thumping our chest is, you know, kind of that man. Yeah, with the water fountains and pops and stuff. (laughs) Misha could turn the world on with his smile. He really could. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. So, folks, with us today... We have a cool guest. I'm looking forward to getting some tips from today. So with us, we have TMJ4's very own James Grow. Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. Better now that I'm here. Come on now. You see, that's how how I feel when I walk in. That's fantastic. (laughs) So with you being a new guest on the show, we have... uh, a few questions for you. Ready for that? What, what, um, what we would like to call these questions three. These so, questions three. Well, as, as one does. It's really nice when the tables are turned because normally, you know, I'm the one asking questions. So I'm I'm excited just to you know hit me with it. I'm ready. All right, <laughs> all right. Eager, What's the last eager. four of your social? I'm yeah. <laughs> done. <Don't ask. laughs> one, two, three, four. <laughs> okay. So question one: What is something sort of ridiculous about you? Um. So something that's sort of ridiculous about me is that I firmly believe that cookie dough made by Toll House tastes differently depending on the kind of package that you're buying. So there's the cylindrical okay, tube, okay. there's the square rectangular one, and then there's like the Tupperware. They all taste different. No, I, I, I believe I have the same yeah. three with, uh, with, with Pepsi. Okay. Pepsi's very much, it takes on the flavor. Mine is with Coke, uh, with like McDonald's uh, fountain, and then okay. can, bottle. Mm-hmm. I actually, yeah. I know a lady who will only drink Diet Coke from McDonald's. She will drive to any McDonald's she can. If one's out, she's like, all right, I'll go to the next McDonald's. Whoa, that's yeah. very interesting. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's sort of mm-hmm. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, cookie dough tastes differently. It's, yeah, it takes on the taste of the packaging, whatever it may be. It must be something to do with how like food is processed. I you think know, so. Like, it, makes you, it, makes you, it gives you pause. Yeah, what, you, what we're putting into ourselves. So then, how do you prefer your Toll House cookie dough? That, that's a great question. Oh. Um, I change it up sometimes because all of a sudden, you know, I have the cylindrical tube for like months. Those I, are my I at least like cookies two to three times a week. Like I love cookie dough and cookies. Not cookie dough, I should say cookies. Okay, I love cookies. Like that's my thing. Um, so I'll go on like a cylindrical tube kick for a couple months, but then I'm like, all right, I need something else. So I'll go with like the Tupperware, and then afterwards I'll go with like the square packaging. I like the square packaging sometimes for parties because they come pre-cut, you know. Right. So if you have friends over, you just like you know. Oh, you, you just, cut into squares and you yeah. just serve it. Because otherwise, I make my own size. Like I don't like the sizes they normally give me, so I'll you know 
form it, mold it into what I want for a reasonable cookie, just which is the, bigger than they normally give the me. Grab the tube and just kind of nurse on it. For like, <laughs> <laughs> so ever like variety size the cookies, or you have like just a uniform size that you go just like build a little house out of? It's just yeah. slightly larger, you know, than what they're like prescribing. I guess. No, of uh, course, because who eats who eats like nutritional fact value? You know, at that like that serving of cookie. Anyway. If I'm eating a cookie, give me a big cookie. I don't want a small Boom. cookie. Most certainly, <laughs> most certainly, and folks, that's how the cookie crumbles. That's how the cookie ah, crumbles. Right. Oh my gosh! So I have another thing to that. I didn't realize. So I actually used to be a reporter in Buffalo. That movie, Anchorman, Jim Carrey's what? an anchor at WKBW. That's the station I worked at. Oh my! I had God. No that's clue. amazing. Yeah, I had no clue. I was like, that's what? so cool. Yeah, I love it. Like, Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That is mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. The real news gets kind of stranger than that. I don't know if you're familiar. It wasn't wasn't TMJ. It was uh, back when Channel 6 was, it was, it was a CBS station. Okay. And uh, helping do the weather, the assistant for the weather was a hand puppet named Albert the Alley Cat. And he he usually get the better of the weatherman. And he was, <laughs> you know... And it was, they had a banter back and forth, and then the, the weatherman retired, and then the guy they got after that was a, was a, was a meteorologist. Oh, and he wanted to, yeah. he wanted to push all the, the technology, and he wasn't going to play second fiddle to, mm-hmm. to a to sock a puppet. But, <laughs> but for a time, this sock yeah. has it was an inspirational sock to okay. many people of a generation. But, I like that. Uh, you're talking about weird news facts, yeah, so, right. So, <laughs> question two: Yeah, what is something sort of ridiculous to you? So something ridiculous to me is people who don't like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm telling you. <laughs> Hallmark Christmas movies are warm, they're fuzzy, they make you feel good, they always end on a high note. There's no Hallmark Christmas movie that you're like, man, I just feel down about the world. You always feel good, like there's a redeeming aspect to the characters, true love wins, and the Christmas spirit is found within all. Like, that's just good, clean fun. It's definitely wholesome. Do you think that, I feel that, I like, I feel that, I yeah, must yeah. and I agree, so, what do you think is it is that about uh, that people see them and they're like, no, no? Because I just see people roll their eyes a lot. Probably because they're cheesy and they're predictable, and you know I'm okay with the predictability. When I see the small town like Christmas tree farmer and the big time lawyer coming in for vacation or whatever, I know what's going to happen, and I know that like one of them is going to betray the other, and the other needs to win the trust back, and at the end they're going to kiss, and then the camera pans out slowly as snow begins to fall. I know that's going to happen, and that's okay with me, you know, <laughs> that's and that's. I think people want surprises. You get something comforting in that. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's easy. It's easy listening music, right? You of know, course. I I I get it. I get it. Not, <laughs> here we go. I'm, here a, I'm we a dark go. cynic, and I'm not going to dump. Uh, I'm not going to yeah, dump yeah. on anything that anybody really, really, truly likes. But I mean, I kind of, I I, I, I kind of would rather see. I mean, I want uh-huh. it to exist because I want to see the the. Um, oh, I just forgot his name. Uh, the David, like the David Lynch. Uh, Kafka version of the Christmas of a Christmas movie. I want to see. I want to see the dark. Uh, wow, you know, have have real fun with it. You know, the, okay. The the, the 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 snow comes down, but it's not snow. You see, know? I actually uh, wouldn't be opposed to seeing like yeah, right, right. A, a more dark because we only get the good ones. Right. We see something a little more dark. You know, maybe where, where they fail to save the town, and yeah. the, at the end, is the bulldozers are coming. In. Yeah, they can't save the like the Christmas village or like the bakery that everybody loves, and you know, big corporate man comes in. And says, well, that's how the cookie crumbles. No, it's the, <laughs> it'll be the Rogue One of Christmas movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Every 
everybody <laughs> yeah. dies. Yeah, uh, I'd be okay with that happening. Call, I call this one the Christmas where everybody died. Mm. <laughs> You're still letting everybody know what's going to happen. It's That's still predictable. You've got to play with within the, the, the within the, the boundaries. The yeah, 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 exactly. Six yeah. the rules. <laughs> yeah, you just need to hit the marks yeah. and just like really trip on the last part. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm cool with that. All right. Well, cool. Well, question three. Mm-hmm. What is something sort of ridiculous that's happened to you? Cool. So I'm going to say ridiculous in a good way. Mm -hmm. Um, I was in Costa Rica in uh, a town, like a two-hour drive up a mountain. I was living there for eight weeks with a host family. It was just me and two other Americans. And one night they were like, hey, let's go to the bar. And I'm 16. So go to this (laughs) small bar in this small town. And they're like, it's karaoke. And I'm like, I'm a white dude. Like, I speak English. Like, I was good at Spanish. But I was like, what am I going to sing at karaoke? And they're like, you'll figure it out and everything. So I was listening to Spanish music to get, like, better at Spanish before going there. Yeah. Um, And I remember listening to just, like, top mariachi songs of all time. And the number one is Cielito Lindo. And when I got to the uh, bar they had karaoke and i got up and i'm looking even scrawnier than i do now 16 year old (laughs) scrawny version of me and i start singing cielito lindo i'm not using the lyrics that come up i know it by heart and this whole place stops what they're doing nobody's dancing they're just looking at me and they're like, like who is this dude and then i'm like kind of scared like did i do something wrong was i not supposed to sing this yeah is that, is that the song of the the, the village the next village and then over where they- everybody started singing it with me uh, it was incredible what? i was like this is crazy oh my gosh it was like everybody stopped it's like as if somebody started singing like from another country started singing like sweet caroline and you're like this guy knows sweet caroline and everybody comes in on bump 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 yeah. you know <laughs> so good so good yeah and it was such a <laughs> great moment i was like wow i I couldn't believe that that happened that is so Mm -hmm. ridiculous especially being out of the country no that's that's amazing yeah it was like they don't stop believing or something yeah exactly because i knew it was popular but i didn't realize how everybody was just like of course we know this like yeah don't stop believing it's just everybody you hit that chorus Everybody knows how to sing along to that. You oh, know? Sure, sure, definitely. So, with that being said, you you like yeah, you triggered me in a really good way good. because karaoke is my jam. Yeah, like I host karaoke. So, are you a fan of karaoke? Generally speaking, yeah, I have a list of songs that I in my phone that it's called it's called the karaoke list songs I would sing for karaoke. All right, so give me like. Three to five of your go-to karaoke songs. All right, so another good one. Let's stick on the Spanish beat. It's a little hard, but uh, Besame. Um, the, you know, like, uh, Besame. Yo quiero sentir tus labios. Besame otra vez. So that's a good one. Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood. That's okay. a fun. Um, I've realized Love in This Club um, by Young uh, Young Jeezy and Usher. That's a fire song. People really love that. For I'm gonna some have reason. to keep that in mind. <laughs> that song hasn't crossed my mind in forever. Yeah. And then like anything that's like can get people to sing in a little in their feels like "Beautiful" by Christina Aguilera. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like kind of a fun one too. So there's a quick rapid fire of some songs that are on that list. Yeah. No, that's that's solid. I have a decent list as well. Yeah, you definitely yeah. had to come out to one of the shows. That's, <laughs> I would love to. That's freaking yeah. hilarious. So. Outside of karaoke mm-hmm. and, I guess, reporting, what other sort of things are you into? Uh, I love making music. So I play uh, guitar. I play 
piano and I, I produce my own. I have two albums and a couple EPs. What? Where can yeah. we find this stuff? SoundCloud. Shifty G is my name. Shifty G? Nice. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> that sounds like a Riverwest artist name. <laughs> I know, right? Shifty G. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what well, Sounds like a Riverwest character. I mean, Hey, wait, man, Shifty G's, uh, he's been hanging around, so you know, <laughs> I, know you, I know you don't want to talk to him. So, yeah, Shifty G. Won't you show me how to get, how to get to Center Street? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's really cool. So how would you describe your music? Uh, like a mixture of Jack Johnson and Mac Miller. Sometimes I want to do like some acoustic, soft, you know, cuddly stuff. And then I want to do like some hip hop, but like kind of be weirder or experimental. And then also just like whatever I'm feeling, I just do it. I have no aspirations of becoming like a musician, touring, playing on stages, whatever. I just, I like to make music. It's fun. I make music that I think is cool. And it's like, I put it out there and I know it's not like super high quality but that doesn't matter to me because i just want to put it out there for fun and also show people like not everybody starts out amazing so you can just put your stuff out there your art your talent whatever it is and i'm hoping i encourage people because they're like he sucks i know at least i can make something better than him right <laughs> but uh, if nobody else is doing the... it how you you you're both the best person and the worst and the worst person, person yeah that's uh... which i'm cool with I can take that. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what yeah. keeps me going. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else is going to pick up and, and do it better than me. Right. Not locally, anyways. Damn right. All right. So if someone was, if, if you were to recommend one song, like the first song for someone to listen to of yours, what would you what Oh, would um, uh, I think I would go with My Name is James by, yeah, by Shifty G. I love my that. My Name is James. That was the first song off of my most recent album, like two years ago. I really like that one. And then, um, Words of the song is pretty cool because I use like eight different languages in that. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, and that was my that was the single off of my first album, and it sounds so terrible now, but I still think it's cool because I use like eight languages. Right. Yeah. No, that, that's actually pretty. You're like all over the place. What I else am. are you no, into? You had karaoke. You have yeah. uh, playing instruments. You said guitar and piano. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. all right, so what else are you into? I'm very curious um i used to do a lot of improv so i would go to comedy sports i did comedy sports here i did it in buffalo when i lived down there um board sports i love to snowboard skateboard well we, we were talking i don't skateboard right. as much now right. since i broke my elbow i was like all right gotta gotta chill with that one you got, you got written up for that one yeah yeah basically that's why he wasn't in tony hawk too <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i think whenever you say venice beach actually the, the place that I ideally would want to work mm-hmm. at like advertising agency wise mm-hmm. is there yeah. Like, yeah, it's super cool, and there's a bunch of like weird characters. It's like great for people watching. Oh, sure, because you sure. got so Classic, many different kinds yeah. of people there, you know. And a bunch of people were watching me break my elbow, so <laughs> that's that's okay though. That happens, you know. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So, like, how long have you been reporting? So I've or, been, in, yeah, uh, I've I've been reporting for five years professionally. I was in Buffalo for one year, and then I've been in Milwaukee. I just celebrated my four year anniversary since moving here. Oh, oh congratulations! Um, anniversary. Thank you. Yeah, I absolutely love it. I couldn't imagine so, doing what, anything. What got else. you into that? You just for something you wanted to do? So mass com and college. And... It, yeah, I went to uh, a broadcast journalism okay. school. That was my major, but I was a in the fastest way, and but giving you a little bit. 
of the story. I did theater and sports all my life. How could I combine the two? Sports broadcasting, sports journalism. Sure. Started sure. to do that. I got um I started to do more news as like just to get more reps in front of camera, filming, that sort of thing. And then I realized like I loved the variety of news because it was different every day. I love sports. I wanted to be a sportscaster. But sports got really repetitive because I was talking to the same coach who was saying the same thing. Hey, what's your keys to the game? You know, we just got to execute better on offense. We got to get back on the ball on defense. You know, we just got to play a better all-around game. And then you ask them another thing. They're like, you know, we're not thinking about this game anymore. We're thinking about next week, you know? All the canned answers. Everything you've heard a million times. When when they win, we we had God on our side. When they lose, God hates us. And, you know, it's just like you ask the players and and they always – you're talking to the same player every time. And so I just got kind of bored with that and I – gravitated towards news more and that's the story nice nice mm-hmm. so that is yeah that's that's definitely solid so what would you say is one of your most interesting uh reports gosh people always ask this and i never yeah, have a story a about story. three yeah. okay the one that's top of your mind um right all right top of my mind right now is when i did a story on chat gbt and local news and how can chat gbt help potentially or help maybe whatever can it assist in creating local news so i typed into chat gbt i said um give me weird story ideas in milwaukee <laughs> and like four of them just like weren't even existent they weren't real stories mm-hmm. um but then there was one that was like explore the milwaukee steampunk society and the culture oh, sure. around that and so i couldn't find a good milwaukee group but i found one in kenosha so then i went down to kenosha and uh did a story with them and i i tied it all in i was like today i'm gonna do a story brought to you by chat gbt i typed in this it gave me this answer and i found the kenosha uh steampunk society and then i did a story with them and then i tied in like a um a computer science expert to kind of give me like so how is this working is this something that could be applied in larger uh at larger scale and that kind of thing so that was that was really cool and then i got flown out to norfolk virginia earlier in january the largest naval base in the world is in norfolk virginia sure sure and so i got like three days of basically unprecedented access all around that base that was cool three days of studying your naval Yes, yes, three days of studying my naval. Exactly, exactly. But I got to go in like, I got to go into like a Navy chopper. I got to go in a submarine, got to go on aircraft carriers. In, I just got to see things that people in the Navy that like are enlisted don't even get to see. This sounds like the behind the scenes of like the like village people, the village people uh, <laughs> in the Navy. Yeah, like getting all exactly. like the dope shots. Yeah, yeah. Like T-Pain in the back, Navy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's no, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned, um, so you mentioned you were in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. All right. So is the news, is the news like a, I'm sorry, different in a sense, uh, depending on the area that you're at, like how is that compared to being here in Milwaukee? And how, how is it the same too? I mean, yeah. is, uh, you know, uh-huh. is so Buffalo and Milwaukee are kind of similar in the sense of strong manufacturing uh, cultures back in the day. Then all the manufacturing left. You're left with a bunch of high like uh, warehouses, manufacturing buildings. Now those are being turned into you know trendy apartments or trendy stores or whatever. So in that sense, the cities are the same and they have the same kind of like. Um, resurgence and renaissance that's happening there. So you're doing those new upcoming businesses. People are excited to be in the city. There's those kind of things. I would say Milwaukee's a really good 
good is um it's a very active news market i should say because there's unfortunately there's just a lot of crime but then there's also a lot of politics that happen here it's a super purple state right so oh, yeah. with mm-hmm. the last presidential election we had so many biden and trump came to wisconsin so many times so if you're in the news that's something that really excites you because you're like wow we're like the epicenter right now everybody's focused on us we had the dnc now we're we'll sort of had the dnc we're gonna have <laughs> the rnc now too so it's like it's pretty cool that there's like and then you got two major sports teams in Milwaukee and the Packers. So there's like so much activity happening. And in Buffalo, it was a little slower just because it's not New York City overshadows Buffalo. If you're going to New York, it would be any just about anything. When yeah. I said I people, when I told people I lived in like Buffalo, New York, they're like, "Oh, that what borough is that?" <laughs> and I was like, oh, "That's an eight-hour drive," you know. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So that that's some of the differences. But Mil- yeah, um, not as not. I wouldn't say as active or crazy as milwaukee still a lot going on there but at a different extent. do they have better wings in buffalo well so wings <laughs> come from buffalo <laughs> right Buffalo. yeah right? well if you're so? from buffalo you say chicken wings oh. you say buffalo wings you're an out-of-towner yeah you you're you're clearly put a four stamp on your forehead i'm not from here chicken wings all right so so mm-hmm. okay with chicken wings mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. in buffalo so i yeah. guess you can get them like Everywhere, anywhere, and everywhere. I mean, is there like, is it like so top tier of, yes. of Buffalo? Yes. Okay. All right. So what's yeah. like top tier chicken you. wings? So I'm going. I actually, it's funny. I used to do a chicken wing review show when I was in uh, Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm going Barbell. Barbell number one, hands down. You go to Buffalo and you're not getting Barbell. Just you just leave. You didn't do it right. You you, you weren't <laughs> <laughs> leave and come back. Yeah. And go don't to Barbell. Okay. don't go to Anchor Bar. Anchor Bar is like um, what Yelp is going to tell you to do. Like home of the chicken wing. It's so commercial and boring and yeah, sold out, and it's like all the tourists go there. Because oh, kind of like everything around the Pfizer Forum. Yes. But, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, don't yeah. have to agree with me because you're, you're out. That's okay. That's, stuff, that's, but yeah, but I'm real about you, it, you know? Uh, um, yeah, we're real. Uh, Gabriel's Gate is really good, too. Um, I like Duff's. Duff's is also a good 9-11 tavern. is pretty good as well, and Elmo's is pretty good, but Bar Bill. Number one. I'm down to talk wings all day. Bar <laughs> Bar all right. Flats yeah. or drummies? Oh, drums all day, dude. What are you? Drummies. Good. Dude, Good. Yeah. Drum, period. I'm the tofu wings at Wonderland. And oh. I, I, I know that's where <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Mainly because there was a period where I was like, we were very poor. Yeah. And the, 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 the uh, most gainfully employed person in the house mm-hmm. was the short order cook over at Tracks. Yeah. And she would bring home, this is Allie, she would bring home like, the leftover wings from Wing Night at Tracks, and that was the only reason we ever had meat in the house for a, uh, bit, for a yeah, period of yeah. a couple months. And I, it's like one of those foods that you had to eat when mm-hmm. you're poor. And I just, I can't stomach the things. But they have the, the they call it the Godzilla wings. It's the honey sriracha, mm-hmm. and it's got the the, uh, the 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 texture or the the, the mouthfeel of yeah. a really good cheese curd. And I. I I cannot recommend these enough. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I like keep that. that. Definitely had to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. So, why drums over flats? Yeah. I have, yeah. yeah. There's more. And, it, and I feel like you can eat it, you can hold it better, you can eat it better. I always look, a, I feel like I look a little silly trying to eat the flat, you know? Uh, you know, with that I, being said, yeah. see, I knew you were going to say that because I was the same, I was the same mm-hmm. way, but I learned to appreciate them. I, because you know social media, yeah, yeah. there's like a couple of techniques. Like you like twist one of the bones out, and then you do something with the other <laughs> one, or you push it all the way down, and essentially becomes like a, a makeshift drumming. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay, yeah, so, and you just go, and it's 
Really? Yeah. The difficulty yeah. always like frustrated me. I was like, I just don't. This is too much work. Yeah, just all this. What are we, birds? Birds <laughs> yeah, eating birds. Exactly. But yeah, no, I totally get that. I didn't really get into wings until I started college because of uh, brothers. They, mm-hmm. they had like a. Ten cent wings. I'm not sure yeah. if they still do that, but yeah. I didn't get Wait, into wings me. until I moved to, to Buffalo. I was just oh, like properly. Wing. Yeah, exactly. Well, wings were always just like um, the appetizer. Like you get like six. You know, you share. Maybe you get one of them. But you go to get wings. You just get wings. Right. You know, you just get like an order of thirty or twenty or something. You know, like. That's your main course is wings. So is there like a holiday sort like a day dedicated to that sort of thing? I wouldn't be surprised. I can't remember if there's like a, a national wing day. I'm sure there is though. There's gotta right. be something. Huh. See no no, I kind of a hankering for wings. There's like know, a few right? places I go yeah. to. But yeah, I'm not even gonna mention any of those places. <laughs> all right, blue cheese or ranch. Oh uh, blue cheese that. all day. Okay. Yeah, I know. I'm in <laughs> yeah. Wisconsin. Garlic aioli. <laughs> okay, garlic aioli. Again, with the honey sriracha. With the honey sriracha, those <laughs> two go very well. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's really, yeah. So what are your favorite things to do in Milwaukee? Or like, what were some things that you gravitated to like, yeah. initially when you got here? So I love going for runs by the lake. Um, okay. I live really close to Juneau Park, so I can get down to um, the park really easily. And I like, I love doing that. Um, I love exploring like different restaurants and eating their cheese curds and their taquerias. Me and my friend, we have a, uh, a list, a Google Doc rating all the taquerias that we've been to. Okay. And we make sure we get the same um, order to keep it consistent. So I really right. like doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. So would you say taquerias like proper taquerias or does that, does that kind of spread out into places that do that sort of fare on Tuesdays, let's say? Uh, then they have like a bowl logo maybe and they're like <laughs> kind of popular and everything. Uh, no bowl logo. She was like, you know, we actually, we have, we have a legit chef back here that does this on Tuesdays. We have our other thing, but hey, you know, we, we, we do, we, we do good uh, fare. My favorite is Taqueria El Cabrito. It's, um, or El Chlacalteca. Those are just like, amazing um el tapatio the food truck that's also such a good uh taco spot uh don pastor the truck right up don the pastor said, they yeah. are they're unbelievable mm-hmm. their empanadas are oh, <laughs> I like, yeah, i'm a sucker for empanadas now. okay i come to find out they're just really tasty pasties there you <laughs> go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> every culture has something that's just wrapped in dough and fried yeah it's a, it's a, it's a cultural it's what brings us all together mm-hmm so you mentioned theater a little bit earlier, yeah, right? Yeah. So were you more like uh, theater, theater, or musical theater, or were, were I, you I was, I was both. You know, the, doing plays, doing musical theater. I loved it all. I, I, I'd done that for such a long time. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know how I picked it up. I think I told my parents one day. I was like, I'm joining the school musical, mom, and she's like, okay. And then I just loved it, you know, and I just grew into it more. And I did that from elementary school all the way into two years of college. Yeah, oh wow! Was, yeah. Have you ever thought about getting back into that sort of thing? So I always say that I feel like I have the only mom in the world who wishes I pursued theater over anything else. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a stage mom. Uh, yeah, stage yeah. She was like, "You're so good, James. Like, I want you to do this." And I was like, "I don't want to be the starving artist trying to, you know." Going like being a waiter during the day and then going to all these auditions and doing all that stuff. It's like such a grind. And I have some friends who are doing it and I props to them, you know, like they're pursuing it. I love that they're doing it. 
I, I couldn't <laughs> do that. And I'll, I'll be honest, it's like it gets harder. Being a dude in theater is in lower levels is like pretty easy and it's cool because there's fewer dudes in theater, right? So for the male leads, there's just fewer people to compete against. But then as you get higher than everybody, you know, there's the playing field is evened out a little more. Right, right. Word. Mm-hmm. You get the old guys who are playing, oh, I can play 18. <laughs> <laughs> tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you have an aspirin? <laughs> <laughs> and then start coughing. <laughs> Kanicki, you don't look so good. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's my gout. Jeez, 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 Louise. No, so... Um, with everything that's been going, so I'm guessing that you, like earlier, you said you, there's a lot of Milwaukee's very active mm-hmm. news wise. Mm-hmm. So, if you wouldn't mind, what is your process or like some of your, you know, tips or what do you do to find your uh, or sift through uh, the stories that you want to do absolutely so first i say my role is different at tmj4 because my my job is to focus on things that are different interesting positive fun cool quirky whatever that may be so i used to have to cover the homicides and the press conferences with the mayor and the county budget meetings and talking to the governor doing all that sort of stuff I don't have to do that anymore, and I love that I don't have to do that. <laughs> yeah, that I love, the, yeah. yeah, I love doing the good news, basically. And so I am always trying to find, like, can I find a neighbor who has been cleaning up their neighborhood for 30 years? You know, like, that's an awesome story. That's what I'm looking for. Or can I – I found a, a guy. He's a, a photographer in South Milwaukee. He was um, – he's, like, super beloved in South Milwaukee, and he's, uh, he always goes to Seven Bridges, takes photos. I found out that photography saved his life. Because he quit smoking and he was like, all right, I'm going to take a lot more photos to like occupy my time. But then he started eating too much. So he gained a bunch of weight. And then he's like, all right, I need to like go walking more with my camera. And his camera was what like uh, um, inspired him to go out and like walk. Just take better care of himself. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's really nice. Really all right, nice. folks. Now with that, I would like to thank James Grohl for being on the show with us. This has been another episode of Sorta Ridiculous. Smash the button. Smash the button. All right. I'm Darren. I'm Billy Ray. James. And uh, and, and, and I'm Brandon. And I'm Brandon. And I'm Brandon. <laughs> All right, folks. We'll catch you guys next week. <laughs>